0: Are we going to we ready to roll again, or you want to re ask the question without the dog in the background?
1: Welcome to Real ROI, the podcast for Australian marketing and automation, with your hosts Miles Agnew and Philip Parises. Welcome everyone to Real ROI Episode Eleven, with your host me, Philip Parises, and
2: Miles Agnew. How's your week been, Phil? It's been a
1: good week, a very busy week. I've got a few projects on and uh, a few pictures on. Which is great. Uh, More business, uh, which always means more money, which is good for me.
2: I'm sure it will be good
1: for anyone out there at the moment uh, in this economical climate. How about you, Miles? I'm um,
2: very busy with a few tech things, uh, doing a lot of uh, wireless networking and, uh, and the such and VPNs for a few customers so yeah, it should be an interesting couple of weeks.
1: Nice. And today at our podcast, we have a special guest and the special guest is Aaron Shiner who's a high-performance real estate agent I've been working with for the last couple of years. Welcome to the show, Aaron. How you doing, Phil? Not too bad, not too bad. We wanted to ask you some questions uh, today, Aaron, uh, just mostly about yourself and what you do in real estate and how you how you basically started in real estate. So let's start there. How did you start in real estate?
0: Look, I'm 31 now, and uh, if anybody that knows me or is listening to this, um, the, the running joke is always that I look like I'm 16 years old. But I've been at it now for about 12 years, and straight out of high school, um, you know, the. the the career prospects weren't fantastic. Um, nothing really engaged me uh, during school, so my my university or the, the scores that I would have needed to get into university wasn't great. Uh, so I just did what any any other um, anyone else out of school without much uh, uh, you know, uh, career options goes into, and that sales. So. Mm-hmm. From there, I you know I buckled down, went into sales, and all of a sudden, sales wasn't just a job; it was a career, and it was fun, it was challenging, it was rewarding, and all of those things. It gave me a buzz, and and uh, you know the things that the teachers used to say um, you shouldn't do, or the things I got in trouble for, which was typically talking in school or talking in class or being disruptive. All of a sudden, they were the things I was getting paid to do. So it was realistically, to be honest with you, uh, it wasn't by design; it was by default. Uh, but I'm glad I did because I've never looked back.
1: Great, and uh, you're in real estate now, sales in real estate. That's great. Yep, yep, yep. Residential real estate now, uh, twelve years. Nice, nice. So, uh, so you, it was a natural path, I guess, from uh, sales, real estate, and um, selling real estate. I mean, uh, real estate agents; it's not the easiest game. Um, to be in. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of you guys around um, and there's a lot of competition around, right? So I guess the question that I think Miles wants to ask you is more about your USP.
2: Yep. (laughs) So the question I have for you is what's your main USP, unique sales proposition for your real estate business?
0: Well, look, that's an interesting one because, as you said, I've been in the game now for twelve years, and I'm thirty-one now. But by the age of about twenty-three or twenty-four, I was the highest-producing, highest-listing, highest-selling uh, real estate agent throughout the first national network. And there was people that had been doing real estate for, you know, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five years that didn't even come close. And they were saying, "Well, how? You know, gee, you're lucky, you're." you know, you must have picked a good area. Uh, and if anybody knows uh, Sydney at all, uh, I work in Western Sydney. So it's, uh, you know, and particularly work in Mount Druitt. So very much blue collar, working class area, average sale price now of about 300 back then was about 200 So it certainly wasn't that I was working in waterfront homes with million dollar properties and these massive commissions. It was quite the opposite. I was working in the low, lower priced area with the with smaller commissions. So when you're looking at, uh, you know, unique selling propositions or pods, your point of difference. You know, mine was something that I, I think a lot of real estate agents miss and they've always got the focus on today's business. They've always got the focus on, um, you know, getting the immediate listing because, you know, the, the sales manager demands that. Where my my goal was always to have a, a long-term vision in mind and and that wasn't just about, you know, uh, typical real estate marketing, and that is, hey, are you ready to sell yet? And if anybody's listening to this, they've probably had a phone call from a real estate agent um, or, or a doorknock or whatever it is. And, you know, the typical spiel doesn't change from agency or agent too often. So for me, I wanted to do it a little bit differently. So, you know, the biggest complaint about real estate agencies, you know, they're, they're always on the take, but I sort of flip that on its head and always when I went to somebody to speak to somebody, I always went with information to help them in regards to if it was a free report or a free book or something of value um, so then they would actually want to interact with me. More importantly, um, I figured out something very, very early on. Real estate is not about selling houses. It is about building relationships with, the, with people that own those houses. So everything for myself was purely designed around helping those people that own the house. By default, when they were ready, they come and uh, saw me so I guess it was a little bit of give to get marketing and then also frequency of marketing as well so um, you know there was a lot more frequency in my contact because it wasn't trying to it wasn't take marketing it was constant you know the deposit in the emotional bank account so people are more are more looking forwards to hearing from me than not so I use that to my advantage so I to sum it up I give not take and contact more regularly than anybody else.
2: Ah, oh, that is awesome. I've actually dealt with quite a few real estates, so buying and selling houses, and I must admit, I always use the same one because of the relationship. It's got nothing to do with anything else but the relationship. So, yeah, you hit the nail right on the head yep. for that. Yep. As as a seller as well, that's yeah, that, that's what it's all about.
1: Yeah, it creates. I mean, uh, relationship relationships create trust and trust uh, for you, Aaron, uh, creates sales. Is that right? Well, that is, well, you know, when you talk about relationship, field that creates trust, it's, I'd go back
0: and, 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 and take a broader view or uh, focus out a little bit and it's not the relationship that builds trust, it's, the frequency of contact mm-hmm. that builds trust, and then what type of contact it is you know because if it's if it's cool contact, then obviously it's going to build trust very very quickly, but if you know it's and that just doesn't go for real estate that's anything in general if you know you're sending out the same stuff as the rest of your market then it's it's not going to build trust it's probably going to repel them uh, faster if you send them more or communicate with them more so for me, it was always about having unique fresh marketing ideas with that mind give don 't take and then you know, contact them regularly, which in the frequency that builds trust, the, the trust builds the relationship and then obviously it's, you know, self-fulfilling and the momentum, be, you know, it's momentum.
1: Yeah, so with that, I mean, you mentioned uh, trust and building relationships, etc. I mean, we have a saying on the show, uh, we call them touch points. How many times do you touch someone? And yeah. um, we have arguments with iTunes every time they want to rate our podcast as expi- explicit for mentioning touch points. But at the moment, we're still alive, but we call them touch points. And I'm sure you have touch points too. And what is your touch points in the sense of how many touches do you normally, I guess, uh, provide when you get good interaction from people? Isn't it interesting, right?
0: Like none of this was around when I first started, and I, I stumbled across this. Um, where you know, you guys call them touch points. I call them points of contact. Whatever you debate them as. That my in my business, this is how I describe it. It is zero to nine points of contact in in my universe. The client does not know that you exist. From um, from nine to fifteen, they remember who you are. Uh, and what you do, from 18 to 24, you become a household name. And just as I was going through my journey of, you know, communicating with people, getting my name out there, prospecting, marketing, you know, just trying to build that goodwill in the marketplace, it was only when I got to about 16, all of a sudden, my business went from a, a proactive chase business where I was constantly going to people, um you know, talking to them, making 30 phone calls a day sort of business. Then all of a sudden, once I hit that 18 points of contact, 16 points of contact, my business started to evolve. Then people started to come to me. I started to become an attraction agent and people then started to seek me out. So when my business just shot through the roof, I identified it was 24 points of contact within a 12-month period, or within a, you know, close to a 12-month period. It was a little bit over, about 14 months, 24 points of contact. So that was realistically about two points of contact every month. Let that be via phone, uh, email, uh, face-to-face, via letter, um, SMS. But there was, you know, a different mode of contact all the time, so it's not the same. Um, but it was to answer your question, short, sure, the, the touch point was, uh 18 to 24 points within a 12 month period and my business went ballistic
1: nice and and that's good information for real estate agents and not only just real estate agents i mean marketing anything you do in marketing and you're trying to sell something or you're trying to sell a service it's always good to have the touch points and always good to have a connection i mean we discuss having lists on this podcast often and one of the things we know not to do is forget to email your list and they forget about you very quickly don't they Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, you know,
0: this is going back. We've got a subscriber list now of over 32,000 real estate agents from my training business. Yep. Uh, and you know, we've got a, we've got a key um, business rule in that is that the people have got to, everyone on our subscriber list has got to hear from us a minimum of every second week. Um, and sometimes, Hey, look, we don't have an offer or we don't have an event or we're not doing something. Sometimes I might do something in my office. Uh, in regards to I might send out a successful letter that worked for me or I might um, have sent out a text message to all my potential sellers. It might have had a fantastic response. I'll just send that out to my marketplace saying, hey, I just tried this. Uh It just got X amount of results or leads or inquiry. You know, here it is on a platter. Do it yourself. So without, uh you know, trial this or buy that, no strings attached, just some awesome free stuff, have it. Um, you know, and I think, you know, on the flip side, that builds great will within our real estate agent community because I'm not always just sending something out about an event or buy my stuff. It's, you know, like literally the last three or four emails in a row have been about free content. I've just used it. Hey, I think you should, you should, um, you you should have it and try it. It it keeps relevant. People say, I used it. I loved it. Um, and I guess it just comes time when we actually do have an event or we do have a training tool that will help people. They'll go, well, hang on a second. We've obviously, you know, just use some of this stuff that he sent me over the email. This worked really well. Imagine, you know, he's sending me the free stuff. Imagine what the, the, the premium stuff's going to be like. So, you know, it's, it's the same sort of principle when we deploy it in the training business.
1: Yeah, and there's a, there's a saying for that, right? There's a, what, What's that saying, Miles? You probably know better than me. Uh, reciprocity. Is that the word? Is that a cool word that everyone's using at the moment? That you give something for free and people uh, emotionally want to give back? Uh, I think that's used in a lot of marketing these days. So Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, with that fact, you just mentioned something very important, Aaron, and that's um, your marketing experience as a real estate agent and that you're, besides giving out things for free to real estate agents, That you've basically seen a gap in the market, right? So you've seen a gap in, um, in marketing, real estate marketing, and you've decided to fill it. So tell us about how you're filling the gap in real estate marketing and not your traditional teachings you get from working at a real estate agent. Yeah, okay. Now, look, there's if
0: if you Google real estate trainer, there's there's a heap of this, right? There's there's so many real estate trainers out there and Miles it always comes back to now, you know, uh what's your unique um selling proposition or what's your point of difference within the training arena. And for me, the point of difference in this business in regards to helping agents list more properties, sell more properties and ultimately help their clients uh, is a little bit more unique uh, for the very simple fact, um, you know, we a we have a membership uh, and I'll get into the specifics of that, I guess, a little bit later. But one of the key, key components, I think, to, to my success being a real estate trainer or a coach is that I'm still an active real estate agent. I still have a real estate practice. I'm still listing and selling properties on a day-to-day basis. Uh, today I was making buyer calls, vendor calls and putting deals together. Uh, every other real estate trainer out there in the in Australia New Zealand uh, training um, uh, arena is exactly that. They are a real estate trainer. they're yesterday's hero so to speak. They haven't sold real estate for five, six, seven, ten years, 15 years. And are preaching how it used to be done. So they're realistically they're not current. Um where for me I'm still evolving. Um, you know, I'm in two thousand and thirteen I'm a different version of when I was in two thousand and twelve and in two thousand and fourteen I'm a different version to two thousand and thirteen. So um, you know, that's one thing. I'm always relevant because I'm I'm experiencing the market um, as a real estate agent, and then I come up with the answers of, "Well, how do I overcome it? How do I get those results?" And then, you know, I find, you know, get those findings. We, you know, split test the data,
1: take it to the to the other real estate agents to use. Exactly. So you're fresh in a market. Yep. Uh, which is great, because as you said, a lot of people just preach, and they don't do what they preach, unfortunately, anymore. And that goes to say, with a lot of trainers, they say, and not only in, I guess, real estate, in a lot of those things, or in, uh, in internet marketing, they, they're they offering this service that used to work 10 years ago, and they're willing to train people on how it worked 10 years ago, where things have evolved so quickly that the information is basically ended up in, um, you know, in wasteland, and it's not worth anything, or anyone can find it on Google. Anyway. Yeah. Right. So, uh, tell us about your marketing program. You have best agents, I believe? Look, we've got a membership, Phil. Obviously, you helped us, um, you know,
0: putting that together in regards to some of the marketing strategies in which we talk and and the direction. And, you know, when we talk about that, it's, you know, people always say, well, you know, what's the elevator pitch? And, you know, realistically, you know, within 30 seconds or less, Best Agents is a group of agents that all want to get better at what they do. Everyone's got that one common goal uh, and it is to, you know, it, the feather in, in Best Agents crown is we are the premier, um, you know, um, personal marketing system, if you will. So we're not promoting your brand or your logo. We're promoting yourself as the brand, as the initial. When someone thinks about selling real estate in your area, they think of you. And second thing is we bring a lot of unique, prospecting, business-getting ideas to the table that a lot of other people haven't even come up with or aren't even in the in the same arena as us in. So they're our, they're our two big ones. Our lead generation and prospecting strategies is something we do better than anybody else within Australia and New Zealand, hands down, period.
1: Yeah, I must admit, I've looked inside Best Agents. I'm not a real estate agent. As you know, I'm a marketing person. Yep. And holy, that has what? some content. Over-delivery is uh, an understatement when I looked into your membership site. I actually you had so much information. You had SMS templates, letters that people can just replace the name, the logo, and send out. What other things come inside that? Because I was really impressed. I wish, I wish there was a, a system like that for uh, internet marketing and product launches that you can just, yep, here's the paper, change your name, send it through, and you should bring back about 20,000 <laughs> worth of sales. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, well, look, uh, what you just said, and we've got franchises that, uh, you know, like franchise groups that are are in best agents, you know, as a training membership, and people have actually said we actually get uh, like ten times more in regards to tangible nuts and bolts items from your membership than what our franchise officers. So without without taking up all the time, I'll give you just a brief summary. So one of the one of the big things that we've got within the best agents membership is is a is a physical hard copy book called How to Sell Your Home for More. So with over 160,000 copies uh, sold throughout the world now. Um, you know a lot of our agents use that book so when people are coming through open homes, there's a book called How to Sell Your Home for More. Obviously if someone is interested in how to, you know, get a copy of that book, obviously they're interested in selling it at some point. Now that's a lot better than trying to um, just say, hey, do you want an appraisal? So if they want a book, obviously you, you drop it over to them. So we use a book. Um, called How to Sell Your Home for More. You can use that in your, you know, your letterbox distributions, your door hangers, your phone prospecting. But you're always coming with a gift. I guess it's like going to a party and you just want to bring something small uh, because, as you said, it's that law of reciprocity. Um, you know, you're giving somebody something and all of a sudden there's, you know, there's that good feeling. Um, you know, we use, we've got an ebook version of the hard, hard copy, How to Sell Your Home for More. We help agents set up customized Facebook pages in regards to drive more likes and get more traffic. So very, very simple um, methodology behind that. One thing that drives me crazy on my Facebook page is people constantly requesting for me to like their page uh, and there's nothing worth liking on their page so with our Facebook pages, um, you know, the way that you you like the page you like the page you get a free copy of the ebook how to sell your home for more so there's again a give to get strategy in place there that we help set up within the members resource center we give you all your direct mail letters to, to send to real estate agents oh sorry from a real estate agents point of view to potential vendors in your area. Um, you know, the, the different, um, door hanger templates, uh, complete marketing overview 101. So that's cost tens and thousands of dollars of artwork there. It's all print ready for you. Um, you get a heap of different audio training tools so you can listen on, you know, on, on your, in your, on your podcast or your iTunes or your. Phone or you burn it on CD, do it the old school way, whatever. Um, you know, listen to it in the car. We've got DVD trainings as well. Um, you know, you've got my whole prospecting plan. Um, you know, for the whole year, I tell you exactly what I'm going to send, why I'm going to send it, and how come the methodology behind it via SMS, email, letter. Uh, you know, there's so much to it, Phil. And again, I, I'm conscious and precious, you know, and aware of your time, but. You know, it's literally it's a plug-and-play system from the listing presentation to every swipe file. You know, it's pretty much every how-to nuts and bolts real estate. You can pick the system up. Literally, cost me over a hundred thousand dollars to make in about eight years of my life, and it's plugged into one system. You, you, you've got access to it 24 hours a day, uh, and the best thing is, amongst all of that cool stuff, if people want to find out, they can go to bestagentshq.com. Um, but the best thing about it is, it's area exclusive and area protected. What that means is only one agent per postcode. Um, so you're not, you, you know, the agents that are using the system aren't losing their point of difference. They're not you losing their unique selling proposition uh, because they're not competing with anybody else that can offer the book or my listing kit or my prospecting strategies because, you know, it's one agent per postcode and once it's gone, it's gone. So everybody can market and prospect and communicate effectively with knowing that nobody else in their area can do the same thing.
1: That's awesome, especially keeping it exclusive like that. So you're not going to get the same guy sending the same book to the same people. It's exactly right. It's literally that simple. You know, All of a sudden,
0: your unique selling propositions, be it the book or my 90-plus letter templates or my standard operating procedures that, that come you know, in your best agent's membership, all of a sudden, if, if your competition have got the exact same standard operating procedures, the exact same listing kit, the exact same book, all of a sudden – um, you know, you don't have a point of difference and, you know, when when you ask Miles about, you know, what's my unique selling proposition as a trainer, a lot of the other trainers will, you know, take one, take all within the same area and they don't really care. Um, with us, you know, we, we stay loyal and we reward our good clients. If you're prepared to take up the membership, we're prepared to make it exclusive. So they can go in with full knowledge knowing that anything that they do is
1: unique to their marketplace and nobody else can copy it. Nice. So everyone listening, uh, that site was bestagentshq.com. Don't feel you don't have to write it down now. You can always just go to our podcast page, realroi.pro, and you can find in the show notes all the links that any guest, especially Aaron, uh, mentions. We will say, we'll have basically links, everything there that you guys need to find out. And I know Miles uh, loves tools and uh, things that Uh, people use to automate their business. So I guess I'll leave this next question off to him because I know he's excited to ask it.
2: Yeah, basically I wanted to know what system or tool provides you the most value in your business?
0: Oh, that's like, um, that's just like picking your favorite child, Miles. (laughs) Uh, It's a hard one because there's so many or There's there's two in particular that drive our business um, and one can't function without the other. Um, okay. so look, we've got a lot of different subscription based, um, businesses. And I, I do have to say on the record, uh, and Phil probably doesn't, doesn't bring it to, to light. But you know, when you look at, I, I'm just going to give Phil a plug for a second. And, and, you know, the reason why I'm doing this for him is, you know, we did a launch and I mean a soft launch. We did an expressions of interest. And, you know, I don't know, if, you know, if this is good or bad because I'm not an internet marketing guru. Um, but we did an expressions of interest, um, and it was off a back end sale. So we did 1,500 units, uh, within a four day period. Um, and that was a CD, uh, $200. So we did close to $350,000 gross in, in, um, in four day period, which I thought was pretty good being at our first crack at it. That's very good. Um, and then from that, the back end sale out of those 1,500 people, um, 400. Now we made a massive mistake in regards to we took an eight. We took ages to get the best agents membership up and running as the back end sale, but we offered then a back end sale off the CD, which was best agents membership. But it took us about six months to get it going. Right from the time we sold the CDs to the time we made the the offer on the back end sale, but we had about 420 expressions of interest saying, hey, we want to know more about best agents and uh, what it does. And you know we ended up doing a campaign with Phil. And out of and it wasn't just all online; it was offline too. There was there was you know gifts in the mail, like a box and a, and a and a direct sales letter and an SMS and a couple of SMSs, MMSs and uh and some emails. And from the 420, we ended up bringing on 102 uh members. And and the average membership per year is uh is three thousand dollars. So whatever that works out to be, just a little bit over three hundred thousand dollars in back end sales off a list of 400 people. Um, so to answer your question, one of the, one of the most valuable things in our business is Phil. Um, that's a good at, from, that, from, from that point of view, you know, um, you know, from a strategy point of view, yes, we know what we're doing, but it's always good to have somebody external looking at our business and saying, well, you could be doing this or you could be doing that. Um, and that's always a great thing. But then when you look at the, the different automation functionalities in our business, you know, there's two that I can't live without, and that is one is Infusionsoft. And the second is Customer Hub because those are the two um, businesses that drive our best agents business and our actual – and another business I'm involved in which is our software business for real estate agents which is Locked On, you know, two completely different applications but, you know, they would be if I had to pick, you know, I can't pick one without the other
1: because they're both as important. That, that's a very good point. It's like, uh, Miles, you pick um, your email sending provider compared to the server that holds all you your emails. Uh, I'm not sure you know, Aaron, but um, Miles has a mailing list of over, what is it now, Miles, 300,000? Uh, yeah, 700? it's about... What is it doing it's now? A,
2: it's 300,000 plus, and it's averaging around about a 1,000 a, a day, uh, and that's double opt-in. So, that is um, ridiculous. And, yeah, and 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 I'm deleting. So if you don't click any of my links in my emails in the first three or four weeks, I remove you out of the list. Yeah, well, I was I'm beating my up. chest at, at thirty eight
0: thousand, so it's uh yeah. got something different going
2: on. Yeah, yeah got, much larger expensive.
0: market.
2: Yeah. Yeah, very large market and very expensive unfortunately to send an email, so that's why I do it in autoresponders. Fantastic. So, uh,
1: Cool. You yep. mentioned quickly, um, Aaron, about Locked On. Uh, Locked mm-hmm. On as your your software service is that for real estate agents? That's a real sure. estate product, right?
0: That's right. So everything that we do is you know from the training events to the best agents membership to Locked On. It is laser focused around uh, real estate. So Locked On um, is is like Salesforce if you want to call it that, uh, but it's laser focused for real estate agents. So there isn't nobody in, in the space of real estate software that does it better than us. We're easy to use. Um, are it's real estate agents being built, have built it. So it's not made by some propeller head that doesn't know, uh, what a real estate agent wants. It's built from the ground up. We're a, a dynamic team. Um, but you know, the one thing that we wanted to do because real estate agents weren't, and aren't tech savvy. You know, I look at Infusionsoft. And I've almost got to read hieroglyphics to figure that thing out. We've got we've got people in our business, e.g., Phil, and we've got some VAs that that drive that side of our business. Because I look at it and go, man, I'm a director of a software company, and this thing's complicated uh, because it does so much for so many different businesses. Where Locked On is is the equivalent for internet marketing for Infusionsoft. Uh, Locked On is for real estate. So you know, from, you know, generating your marketing invoices to, you know, it does everything that the other guys do where, you know, we set, we create your HTML emails, we track your opens, we track your click-throughs. We've got that email marketing component, but then we've got the the client's database, we've got the listings database, your scheduled tasks, your autoresponders, your, we call it DNA, like all your standard operating procedures, unique to real estate, your follow-up procedures. So it's like, you know, when you look at the two, the two training uh, platforms for real estate that I deal in. Best Agents gives you the oh, – I will go backwards. Locked On gives you the framework. So if someone says I'm selling in six months, you, you don't follow them up, uh, you, know, you forget if you don't use Locked On. All of a sudden you're using Locked On. It gives you the framework to do it, the skeleton. And then Best Agents is the thing that fills in the meat, you know, in regards to the letters to send, the, 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 the systems to follow, and the best practice, so to speak. So – the, the two companies really um, complement each other because one is the structure and the framework and the other is the flesh and the the, the daily to-dos.
1: Nice, nice. And, and they're pretty powerful. It even um, automatically sends out... Uh, li- new listings to realestate.com domain uh, etc, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does portal pushing. Wow. Um, you know, you know, that's a back end reporting sort
0: of admin tool. I don't really get excited about that stuff. I'm looking more at the you know, we we, we can send out the SMSs, you know, um, you know, because we all know you know the average open rate on an SMS Opposed to an email. I think average convert open rate on an email is 22%, and you probably know better. And the average uh, SMS open rate is about 97, 98%. So, you know, we can SMS out of that. We can send video NMSs out of that. Um, we do our emailing. We do our direct mail out of that. We do, you know, it's, it's everything that a real estate agent needs from the portal pushing to the
1: commission splits to the, the, the tax invoicing. It does everything for a real estate office from A to Z. Nice. And that's pretty powerful. I mean, Salesforce doesn't even do that out of the box. Yeah, well
0: that you know <laughs> Yeah, but look, that's the thing, you know, if you've got Salesforce for real estate, you'd have to probably spend fifty grand customising it where locked on, you know, it, it does everything. It comes loaded with all my letter templates, all my standard operating procedures. It's like having all of a sudden you buy a McDonald's franchise and that's pretty much what Locked Locked On and Best Agency is. It gives you that framework and structure to work within and it tells you what to do, how to do it, and the recipes to follow. So it just takes the guesswork
1: out of it. Yeah, and it's basically the recipe for success, more or less. Yep. Yep. That's it. Probably. Hopefully it's not to get overweight and high cholesterol like Mackeys. <laughs> exactly. Sorry to our uh, Macca's fans out there. Mac- McDonald's will always say on the show, please don't sue us if we've mentioned you. So <laughs> <laughs> it's one of our sayings, which actually leads us into the next segment of uh, the show, Aaron, that you probably don't know about. But this next segment is if we have basically anything bad to say about anything happening at the moment out there in the internet world. Um, So it's basically a rant section. So has anything pissed you off in internet, on the paper, Anything like that in the last um, yeah last week, let's say, anything topical?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not getting Ryan Dice's emails like I used to. I used to <laughs> love getting his offers. I loved it. And all of a sudden, I'm only getting this stupid reading list on a Friday, like his weekend reading list. I don't want your reading list. I want your offers. I love reading your sales letters. I love watching your videos.
1: Show me some love. I buy everything you send. Like, yeah, like seriously. Where's the love? You know what that is. I mean, Miles I know is one of uh, uh, Ryan's top affiliates, isn't that right, Miles? Oh,
2: I wouldn't say I'm the top, but I'm. I've yeah, I've seen your, I've seen your name on
1: his top top list actually. So for a few uh, things he's uh, done.
2: Yeah, on a couple couple of things. Um, but yeah, it's unbelievable how the marketers have suddenly just sort of changed from like one or two offers a year and then. Constant content, exactly like what you were talking about earlier about building relationships and offering uh, value add sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, Miles, uh, you know, uh, I want to buy some stuff too. Yeah, like, it, send me some it, offers. Aaron likes buying stuff, so. I um, love it. But the, the truth is Ryan's probably on the beach somewhere right now um, as it gets into that, that season um, in the States that, you know, the sun's starting to come out a little bit. Actually, it's probably freezing still, but, you know, they're probably spending the money and um, – or they, they have the head down like good marketers and planning for the next product. Do you know what that – what's that like, Aaron?
0: Oh, yeah. We're about to do a big launch, uh, not next week, the week after. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so we've got a, a few really big things in the work. We're segmenting and split testing and – um, a heap of new training tools that are about to hit the market and the,
1: the copy and the videos are all getting done right now. So I'm excited. It's in the works. Nice. So head down, thumbs up basically. That's it. Cool. Miles, what's your rant for the week?
2: Uh, I haven't got any major rants. Uh, nice. Basically, I'm gearing up for the US uh, tour. Is it? Yeah,
1: that's right.
2: Yeah. So yeah. just basically practicing my uh, talk and uh, definitely booked out now. Uh, nice. So I've got a... San Francisco is going to be unbelievable.
1: Awesome. Awesome. You're going to have fun there yeah. with all the boys.
2: Yeah, I will, definitely.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you my rant. I just read in the paper that um, Click Friends is coming back this year. Um, oh, yes. I can't wait to see what happens there and how they're going to blame the, the hosting provider for um, falling over again.
2: Yes. I can't believe they're bringing it back. Yeah, I can't believe people are paying them again. That's crazy. Do
1: you remember what click Frenzy is, Aaron? Never no, even heard of it. Mate, uh, what happened last year, all the big retailers, because they're so original in Australia. <laughs> I've actually got a post about um, Australian, Australian e-commerce retailers coming out soon on my personal blog. But basically what happened, uh, David Jones, Myers, and all these actual big retailers paid these guys Click Frenzy to... Um, to, to run a sale for them, right? So everything was going to be like between 50 to 70% off and they've got a mailing list of what? A couple million, did we estimate, Miles?
2: Yeah, we worked it out as a couple million. Yeah, a
1: couple million there. And so on the day everything went live and this website was supposed to go live and heaps of people were going to buy off it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. The ba- the thing basically just cracked itself and um, you couldn't access the site for about 48 hours and they blamed the host we know the host, and the host basically said, "Hey, they just had a simple server. No one, no one told us that these guys are going to be running like massive sales for all these big retailers. So it was a big flop. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. And and they and they blame like the retailers thought it was successful anyway. So obviously, because they're doing it again, what." yeah exactly alright guys thank you for your time Aaron thanks Miles once again for your time and um, for for everyone out there uh, please go to our channel on iTunes iTunes Real ROI um, and leave your comments leave a message uh, if you want us to interview someone else besides Aaron if he wasn't good enough just kidding (laughs) if you want anyone else for us to interview or get in contact with any information contact us on iTunes or on our website Pro. thanks for listening in see you guys later Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Real ROI. For more information and transcripts of the show, visit the podcast website at www.realroi.pro.